Hello, friends, and welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain, and good to have you with me on episode 149 of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming those everyday challenges that we face in life. Hey, if you want to know more about me, you can hit me up at lancebain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. There are many other resources there. You can also email me through the website and I can learn more about you. Would really love to know who the listeners are and how you're growing as a leader and maybe how I can help in some way. So I'd love for you to check out lancebain.com. And would you also share this podcast on your various platforms and with your friends and wherever you may be listening? I would love it if you could leave a review. That would help us really begin to expand and get out to even more what we're talking about here on Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. I am so excited about today's topic. Today's title, if you will, of our podcast is Leader, Know Thyself. (laughs) Leader, Know Thyself. I've been wanting to talk about this topic for a long time, and it just felt right this week to to bring it up and and to talk about it. These are ideas that we probably hit in in nuanced ways in many of the podcasts that we do. Uh, But today I wanted to address some things specifically about a leader knowing itself and really being a healthy leader. And so uh, Leader Know Thyself is rooted out of Today's information, today's podcast is rooted in my own history, my own journey as a leader. It's also got its origin in a book that I have found incredibly helpful, and I'll share that with you. And it's also a result of some things I've been listening to lately. So let's talk about today, Leader, Know Thyself. (laughs) You know... (laughs) When I think about that title, Leader, Know Thyself, honestly, one of the first things that comes up is, I don't want to know me. There are things about me I don't like. And uh, maybe you can relate to that. There are things about yourself that you you don't enjoy either that aren't healthy or pleasant. But it's important that we know who we are as a leader and how do we know when we're leading from our best selves, Pete Scazzaro at EmotionallyHealthy.org also has an amazing podcast that I couldn't advocate strongly enough, often says this, that, uh, and I'm a, let me just say in the podcast that I'm a Christian, I lead a local church, church and church volunteerism in the Christian world has been my platform for leadership primarily for 30 years, and so I'm a faith-based person, and a lot of my leadership comes from the faith-based community, although I work hard to translate that into areas of good leadership for you, because you may not be a faith-based person as much as I want you to be. That just may not be where you're at in your life, but that doesn't mean that you can't be a good, healthy leader. You probably are a good, healthy leader. I want you to be that. But Pete Scazzaro says, and I and I give you that little preface about faith, because One of the great quotes that I love from Pete is he says, Jesus may be in your heart, but grandpa's in your bones. (laughs) Jesus may be in your heart, but grandpa's in your bones. And, you know, I'm 51 and 
And when I reflect on the last 30 years of, of leadership, I like, yeah, Pete, that is so true. When I was in my 20s and maybe even my 30s, I'm not for sure I had enough life and enough leadership behind me to fully understand what Pete was talking about. At 51, I think I have a better handle on the kind of things that Pete's talking about. And what what he's really going after there is that our upbringing, our training, our life experiences form something very deep in us that shows up in our leadership. It shows up in our language, our behavior, our attitude, the kind of triggers we have, the kind of demands that we place upon those that we lead, the organization that we lead, the ministry that we lead. And one of my great passions for you as a leader is that you would be a healthy leader. I want your organization to grow. I want your sales to grow, your ministry to grow. I want you to grow. I want it to flourish and expand, but not at the expense of health. You know, I shared a couple of minutes ago about how this podcast is influenced by my own journey, a particular book that I have found helpful. And more recently, some podcasts that I have been listening to. It's all too familiar in the church world to have leaders, high-profile leaders, also have high-profile failures. And they make the headlines, and there's a lot of damage and a lot of destruction that comes alongside. And that damage and that destruction seems to ripple out for years because of the, 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 how high this profile, how high this leader's profile is or was. And I've been listening to some podcasts recently along those lines, and it's just has stirred within me my responsibility to be a healthy leader. No one else can take responsibility for my health. No one else is responsible for my health, my emotional health, my physical health, my spiritual health, my relational health, my financial health, my self-health, the idea of having a healthy, humble, and honest perspective and being in touch with who you are. Leader, know thyself. Know the ugly side of thyself. Know the beautiful and handsome side of thyself. And when we talk about leadership, that self shows up and has a tremendous influence on how we lead, not just in the short term, but friends in the long term. I want to be a healthy leader. I want you to be a healthy leader. And so I want to share with you eight ideas. We're going to go through them pretty quickly about how you can know thyself. Let me share with you uh, the book that I I mentioned. Um, The name of the book is Introduction to the Internal Family Systems Model by Richard C. Schwartz, Ph.D. Uh, This book was given to me by a therapist that I was seeing in 2011 for about a year because I had a uh, significant uh, season of depression and, uh, excuse my sniffling, and anxiety, and uh, I was often self-medicating my depression and my anxiety Uh, Many circumstances that I won't go into in this podcast were going on in my life related to the people that I loved. And in 2011, I found myself in just a dark hole. And I knew that if I didn't get some help, that this dark hole was going to lead me to some very damaging places. 
I reached out to a dear friend of mine who was a therapist, and uh, he really, in many ways, saved my, my marriage, saved my life, saved my, my career, my calling. And in that work with the therapist for that year, he gave me a copy of the Introduction to the Internal Family Systems Model. The IFS model was his primary approach for our talkative, talkative ther- talk therapy sessions. And in the book, uh, Dr. Schwartz identifies eight characteristics of the true self or the healthy self. Uh, psychologists will often talk about a shadow self or a false self, uh, your true self, your, your more honest self. From a kingdom of God, a biblical perspective, I would call it your biblical identity versus these false identities. The, the biblical label, the biblical value that our Creator God has given us as image bearers of God, as opposed to the labels that we adopt by our own experiences, by the false and miscalculated interpretations of our circumstances, by the labels that we get through our success and through our failures, the labels that we pick up from our colleagues and from our family, from our friends, even. And as insane as this is, the unhealthy labels or uh, unnecessary, flattering labels that we pick up from strangers. And so we have this true self sort of opposed to the false self. Grandpa's in your bones, and grandpa's in your bones often can feed the false self versus doing the good work that the true self, the identity that God has given you, the value that God has given you, the love that God has given you, the eternal significance that God has given you, fuels and forms and brings to the surface, beloved, of your leadership, the true self. And so in the book, uh, Dr. Schwartz identifies eight characteristics of the true self. And I have found these eight characteristics, these eight qualities, so helpful because they have served as a checklist for me to sort of monitor which self is showing up each day to lead. Is it some uh, glittering version of the false self or is it an honest version of the true self, even with the self-struggles. And so I want to share with you these eight characteristics. A leader, know thyself. Uh, you may be listening to this and, and thinking, Lance, I can really relate to the, the false self, the glittering false self, the critical false self. That is, that is one of the false selves that emerged for me so much is the, is the critical false self. And criticism is not one of the characteristics of, of the true essence of who I am called to be and who you are called to be. Um, I may, we need to learn to think critically, but not be critical. So uh, what are these eight characteristics? I'm just going to list them for you. I'm not going to go too deep into them, but I want, I want them to serve for you as a recipe, as a, as a checklist, if you will, for how you can ensure that the best you is showing up in your leadership environment. All right. Characteristic number one is clarity. 
clarity. Clarity is about seeing and interpreting the world in healthy ways. Cynicism blurs clarity. Judgmentalism blurs clarity. Confusion blurs clarity. Pain can blur clarity. You know that the true self is leading the healthy version of you, the the, the most authentic, vibrant, amazing aspect of who God has made you to be as a leader. Your training, your charisma, your opportunities is all converging in this moment. And one way that you would describe that version of you that's leading is clarity. You just, when you have it, you know it. You're just like, man, I just see everything so clearly. I see your opportunities clearly. I see our challenges clearly. I see where we're going clearly. I'm able to discern the winds of our environment and what's going on in a very clear and helpful way. Second characteristic is courage. A courage is the ability to be forceful without judgment. And some of these thoughts I'm pulling from Dr. Schwartz's book, The Internal Family Systems. Introduction to the Internal Family Systems Model. And by the way, I checked on Amazon. I know it's available there. I haven't checked on other online retail platforms, but I know it's available on Amazon. Okay, courage. Courage is the ability to be forceful without judgment. Courage is required when you need to maintain fidelity to your values. There's a conviction that you uh, obtain and that you live with regarding the core values of your organization and your conviction and your courage and all of that is working for the betterment of others. Courage is not just about holding on selfishly to what you have, but courage is an exercising of assertiveness, conviction, core values without judgment so that others might be made better courage. The third characteristic is compassion, and these are not listed in any order of priority. Compassion. The author defines compassion as opposed to two other ideas, one being pity. Pity, he says, is feeling sorry for another, but you also have a sense of gladness that it's not you. I feel bad for you, but I'm kind of happy it's not me. That's pity. Then he talks about empathy. Empathy is the ability to identify with the pain of another. But empathy takes you to the place where you feel responsible to relieve them of that pain. Compassion, the third characteristic of the true self. Compassion is similar to empathy in that you identify with the pain of another, but rather than you feeling responsible to relieve them of that plan, of that pain, you exercise responsibility to them to help them emerge in the midst of their own difficulty so that they discover their own solutions. They discover how to alleviate the pain themselves. Fourth characteristic is creativity. I love creativity. Creativity is when the inner noise dissolves so that the creative voice can be heard more clearly. I remember a time in my life of parenting my two older children when they were teenagers. I was a very anxious parent. There's a very strong presence of anxiety in my parenting. And I remember that when I was an anxious parent, there was no creativity. I defaulted to rules and regulations and parenting versus connection and creativity and these eight C's. There was no clarity. There was no courage. There wasn't much compassion. There wasn't much creativity. There was just condemnation and correction. Creativity is an evidence of the true self. 
Characteristic number five, connectedness. Connectedness is when you are motivated by love to be known and to know others. It's a deep heart-to-heart connection. It involves vulnerability and intimacy. You might say intimacy this way, in to me see. I give you permission into me see. I roll back the veils, I tear down the walls, and I let you see some of my deepest fears, my darkest secrets, my greatest dreams. Connectedness. Calmness is characteristic number six. Calmness is the ability to be a peacemaker. It is when the internal reality of your world remains calm and it actually begins to shape your leadership, your conversation, your decisions, your culture. It becomes more influenced by the calmness or the peace, if you will, that you're carrying rather than your internal calmness being influenced by outward chaos. Calmness is such a powerful quality of the true self. You're able to manage yourself in this way. Here's characteristic number seven, curiosity. Curiosity is a lack of prejudgment that closes the world. It's an open door to discovery, to attaining knowledge, to seeing and engaging and stepping into opportunities It's not just a curiosity about the outer world, but it's also a curiosity about the inner world. You become very curious about yourself and why you have certain triggers, both positive and negative. And you become very curious about your vocabulary and your experiences and your passions and your dreams. And you begin to explore how God made you and why God made you and why leadership is so important to you. And curiosity takes you to places that you maybe not have even dreamed of curiosity. such I love curiosity. I love this aspect of the true self. The eighth characteristic is confidence. This is a trust, a deep anchor trust that things are going to work out and that you can manage yourself in a healthy way no matter what's going on. There's just a deep inner confidence. And it's not arrogance. It's not just relying upon your self-will or your charisma, but it's a confidence that is connected to your community, to your convictions, to your faith, to this deeper sense of who you are. Friends, these eight characteristics of the true self, leader, know thyself. Grow in understanding how you're wired and how you're made and what your triggers are and how your experiences contribute to all of this so that you can show up as the best leader possible. Not just a leader who helps things grow, but a leader that's healthy for the long term so that legacy (laughs) is not just an idea that people talk about, but it's actually something you leave, a powerful legacy. So leader, know thyself. Here's eight characteristics, eight qualities that I think can serve as a checklist for when the true self, the most healthy self is showing up and leading. Do you have clarity? Do you have courage? Do you have compassion? Do you have creativity? Do you have connectedness, calmness? Do you have curiosity? Do you have confidence? Are you clear? Are you courageous? Are you compassionate? Are you creative? Are you connected? Are you calm? Are you curious? And are you confident? This is a good podcast, and I hope you've gleaned something today 
from my story, from Dr. Schwartz's book, that can help you maintain your trajectory into healthy and vibrant leadership. I appreciate you listening to episode 149 of our little podcast designed to help us live within the grace of God, overcoming life's everyday challenges. This is Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. Friends, I hope you stay safe this week, stay healthy, and stay hopeful. And I look forward to our time together again next week. Talk to you then. Bye.